the NBA playoffs, they are officially underway. We have the MLB season off to a hot start. And the NHL, it's coming down to the end in the regular season. This is episode 198 of The Next Best Bet. I'm Jake Higgins with Brett Levy, as always. And looking at how we did last episode, Brett, I went 2-1, but I lost my pick of the pod, which surprisingly had the most juice on it. So maybe I need to go back to my old ways of picking the ones without the juice. Maybe, Higgins, that is... uh... Pretty funny in the grand scheme of things, but uh, Higgins, I uh, go one for, th- well, one for two here, one and two here, excuse me, but I pick up a third loss from a future of the uh, rookie of the year bet for Josh Giddy. so uh, my future from all the way back in episode 168, finally uh, marked that as an L, and uh you know, Higgins, at least I win my Levy lock here with the Timberwolves. They actually win the game outright, Higgins. Uh, so that one was exciting, and the Bucks kept me interested right up until recording time, Higgins. But, uh, you know, couldn't get it done, only getting the win by seven points there. And Brett... Because of the Josh Giddy future uh, officially being chalked up with a loss because the NBA finalists' awards have been cut down to the final three, we have officially seen our 2021 Next Best Bets uh, betting slips officially come to a close because last episode, my Steph Curry bet officially did not cash with him being picked by me to be the league scorer in the NBA That same episode was also episode 168. It was back, I believe, in November. That's when you picked Josh Giddy as well. And you know what? Both of us struck out on our NBA futures. I think we're going to have some luck with some other futures later on in 2022, but we will see. But let's move into some Beginner's Boulevard, though. Talk about the nerfy or the yurfy. This is a social media term. Have you heard about this? No, I have not, but uh, I know... I know you're going to teach me here, Higgins, teach all our listeners here. And uh, look, you're keeping an old man like me young and hip with the social media terms. So this is a game prop that you can bet in baseball. And the nerfy is no run first inning. The yurfy is a yes run first inning. Depending on the sports book, it differs on how it'll show up. Some have it as an over under for runs at 0.5. Others may have it as a yes or a no like this, but Brett, what do you think about betting on the opening inning? I mean, sometimes you have the aces that are notorious for having hot starts, but that's the bulk of the line of the hot starts for some teams, too. Yeah, um, well, Higgins, it's like betting first basket and basketball, right? Uh, you know, it's just something quick to get the palate going, uh, you know, get everyone excited here, Higgins, but... I think um, you should be making smaller wagers on these. I would not be doing full unit you know, wagers on these things. There are some analytics, though. There is a uh, nerfy algorithm Twitter bot that I follow that actually has like a 66% hit rate. They only bet on the uh, most likely of the entire slate, and they've been doing phenomenal since they started that last year and even to start off this year. But Brett... Enough of a beginner's boulevard. Let's jump in and talk about some picks. I said the NBA playoffs, they officially kicked off this weekend on Saturday to be specific. 
and we had some ups, we had some downs. I mean, both of my NBA futures that I picked with the Mavs to win a series and the Nuggets to win a series, neither of them won their opening game. You're leave you locking your Timberwolves hit, but also the Bucks minus ten shortly before we started recording on Sunday night. That did not quite hit. No, it did not, Higgins. And um, look, we've got some good basketball coming up this week. Three games on Monday, three games on Tuesday. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the schedule is on Wednesday, but I know that is when the Nets and Celtics series starts back up again, Higgins. So everyone will be excited for the basketball early in the week this week. I'm picking two of the Monday games so far. I'm only going to take it day by day right now with the NBA NBA slate coming out daily, NHL and MLB. That's all I can really do is take it daily. I'm not in Oregon anymore. I don't have the multi-day slate spread, but... Oh, no, Higgins, we got to get you back on the uh, five-day-out hockey games. (laughs) But I am going to pick two of the three... NBA games on Monday and the only reason I'm staying off of one is because without the news on Luka Doncic playing or not playing with the Mavericks I don't know what side I'm going to be on for that game on game two but I do like the Sixers minus six and a half at home against the Raptors I mean Philly they are up 1-0 to start the series got a big win 131 to 111 and especially with Maxi coming out and putting up a big 38 piece I wouldn't be surprised to see Philly take both games at home right here, go up 2-0, and we'll see what happens after that. And Brett, the other game that I really like is the Nuggets-Warriors. Like I said when I made my series prediction, I think Jokic, if he's going to be MVP, he needs to make it out of the first round. So plus 6.5, I feel like that's the safe pick here with the Nuggets having gone down 1-0 in the, uh, to start the series with the Warriors. Now, Jordan Poole came out very hot. Does he keep that going? I don't know. In game two, I think Jokic might take over and uh, they'll head out 1-1. Yeah, so uh, I think as of right now, it seems unlikely Luka Doncic is going to play. So Jazz are about five-point favorites, Higgins. Um, I like your Philly pick. I don't necessarily love the six-and-a-half line. I think Toronto... Comes back a little stronger in game two. A little more fired up. Higgins after kind of getting beat up by the Sixers. And James Harden didn't even play well in that game. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think Philly's the side to be on. I may find a way to get involved in the money line. I have a pick coming up on Tuesday that's on the money line. So maybe I combine those two and parlay it, Higgins. Uh, But I haven't really decided what I'm going to do on Raptors, Sixers. I'm just telling everyone I like. (laughs) The over-under sitting at uh, 218.5. I mean, last game, 131 to 111. That feels a lot lower than the pace that we saw in game one. But who knows? Maybe you're right, and we do see uh, the Raptors respond and shut down that offense a little better. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I guess I would generally say I like your your Philly side the best of your two Monday picks. Um, for me personally, the six and a half's a little rich. But heading on to Tuesday, Higgins, I am uh, jumping back into this Timberwolves-Grizzly series. And kind of similar to what I'm saying about uh, Toronto, where... You know, they kind of got 
not smacked around or anything, but beaten up. Like, they were clearly the second best team on the court that night. Memphis was the second best team on the court uh, in game one versus Minnesota Higgins. Anthony Edwards, uh, one of the highest scoring uh, playoff debut games of all time. I think he's like, you know, top five on that list. I think there's a few people tied with him, but he made the top five, so that's pretty good. Um, But I think Memphis comes back, protects home court here. They're minus 290 on the money line, also minus 6.5. Again, kind of what I'm saying in the Raptors series. I just think these teams pretty evenly matched. Uh, I think, you know, the reason we've seen uh, these numbers get covered, Higgins, are because, you know, at the end of the game, foul situations, one team's making foul shots, the other team's not converting. Flip that around, you make a few foul shots, right? Other team misses a jumper or two. Uh, All of a sudden, you have a much tighter game. So uh, I'm sticking on the money line in this one with Memphis minus 290 on the money line. I think they send this series back to Minnesota tied. Um, And again, I'm looking for a parlay partner here. Don't exactly know what I'm going to do with it, Higgins. Mentioned maybe that Philly game you're on, but uh, we'll see what happens who I parlay it with. But Memphis minus 290, that's a side I know I'm going to be on for sure. Okay, I was going to say minus 290. When I saw that on the rundown, I had to ask about it because that's way too much juice for me to pick on its own. But I understand as a parlay partner, there's a lot of potential there because I do agree. I think Memphis responds and uh, goes back 1-1 with it being even again. But it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. Minnesota definitely played a great game one to start that series. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that, Higgins. And uh, look, maybe I parlay it with this game here on Wednesday that I'm going to preview. Nets at Celtics game two, Higgins. Um, I mean, real quick, we can talk about the ending of game one. This was a fantastic one, one too. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, we could. this could have been a money line Magic if we've continued that segment. This would be up there for that. Very sure. This was an unbelievable finish here at the end. And um, look, Kyrie Irving played about as good as possible. Kevin Durant struggled a little bit. Dragic struggles a little bit down the stretch. So I think Brooklyn bounces back. I think they can keep this within four, if not win outright. So uh, I like Brooklyn plus four in game two. They obviously would have covered that number in game one, Higgins. I had that in game one. I posted that on our social media, actually. Hopefully you had it. I had Brooklyn plus four end on the money line in game one, so I didn't quite reap the full benefits. I quite I lost by the juice of just a little bit, but I think this is going to be a very entertaining series. I think this is going to be back and forth. I think it's going to be close regardless of who wins it. And I mean, Kyrie and Boston... It's going to be hard fought. It's going to be some bad blood, I think. Yeah, I definitely saw a lot of that in game one. was certainly entertaining. Yeah, it really was. And it's going to be a lot of baiting. Marcus Smart up for defensive player of the year. He made that final three. He's very, very intellectual, and he can get on some people's nerves very easily. (laughs) Great player, though. Uh, Heart and soul of the Celtics team. For sure. I mean, that defense, he, he leads that defense for a reason. Yeah, I agree, Higgins, but let's hop into some baseball, some Monday baseball, Higgins, because, uh, you know, it's it's nice to break down 
the Celtics and Nets for everyone, but yeah, it's not actionable for two days. Fair, fair enough. Well, I'm going to talk about something that's actionable for quite a while, but I'm placing my bets <laughs> now. Some MLB futures. You placed yours before the start of the season. I'm getting mine in a little bit later than you, but I'm getting a couple in myself, and it's going to be two picks in the NL Rookie of the Year. I've seen what I've needed to see so far, and in my opinion, Seiya Suzuki with the Chicago Cubs, as long as he remains healthy through the season, he's going to win this absolutely hands down. That's why he's dropped from being a plus 350 to start the season all the way down to a plus 170 already, because to be honest, he's not a rookie. He's a professional baseball player that's just transitioning leagues. He is a seasoned vet. He knows what he's doing. He is showing up and he's having an immediate impact in the heart of that lineup. And Brett, you have a Cubs uh, future in terms of over wins. You have to be pretty happy with his performance. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously him playing well is going to help the Cubs reach that over win total, Higgins. So uh, that's a great point there. I guess I'll be honest, Higgins. This kid, uh, Cincinnati, called up at the start of the year. Hunter Green mm -hmm. has been very impressive. Uh, he's a pitcher, so very different uh, way of judging, you know, what a successful season is. But I just need to throw him out there because, uh, you know, he's been really, really impressive for the Cincinnati Reds. I think he broke the record for most uh, pitches over 100 miles per hour in a baseball game against the Dodgers in this last series here, Higgins. So just another guy to keep your, keep your eye on. I'll be honest, I'm just scared to back young arms for a full season like that. April's too short of a window for me to be sold on a young starting pitcher, especially like that. I mean, come into the summer, come into those August, September games, who knows where Cincinnati Reds are in terms of the NL Central, and who knows what he's able to do in terms of relevancy and in terms of media play to get that NL Rookie of the Year award. So Suzuki, I like. He's plus 170. At, uh, I'm putting two and a half units on that one, Brett. And then C.J. Abrams at plus 800. I'm placing a unit on him. I don't know if you watched any of the Padres-Braves game that's on Sunday Night Baseball tonight, Brett. But the Braves are losing 2-1. to one. Abrams was able to get on base. I believe he was able to score one of the two runs for the Padres early. And he's already played both sides of the bag to start the season. He's carried on his hot spring right into the MLB season. And I have questions about Tatis, especially since you see him playing soccer in the outfield before this game. He's tripping on a ball, falling on his potentially broken wrist that he's trying to heal or on his other wrist. I'm not quite sure. And I don't know. Tatis scares me, to be honest. I think that Abrams even if Tatis comes back, they're going to find a way to keep Abrams in this line because he's shown instant value to them. Yeah, I mean, C.J. Abrams is a big-time prospect for this organization as well, so uh, it's nice to see him playing well. And, yeah, I think you've got some good names listed up there, Higgins. Um, so should be an interesting race to watch. And, uh, yeah, I think you raised good points about Suzuki. 
playing professionally for a while over in Japan. Um, so I, I'm definitely on board with everything you're saying. Well, that's some value that I'm trying to give. Something that you can bet on for quite a while, though. That's going to be a while until that cashes, just like your MLB futures, Brett. But let's give some things with some more immediate value, potentially, like some MLB baseball picks. How about that? Exactly. Let's do it. Let's get some actionable bets in here. All right. Well, the Orioles at the Athletics to start off. I have loved this pick, personally. The Athletics, they're 6-3. and three. I know, small window uh, out of 10 games. They're 6-3 and three against the run line, though, to start the season. And they're hosting Baltimore, who is winless on the road already to start the season of the only uh, road series that they played. So Oakland, with Frankie Montes on the mound, I think they could potentially get up early, maybe get a multi-run. And at minus 1.5 at plus 105, I'm going to be taking that. All right, fair enough, Higgins. Uh you're saying the Athletics can uh, keep it rolling here, uh, although the Orioles did send out a pretty savage tweet, or I guess it was the Orioles uh, media network, Masson, mm. the Athletics Sports Network, yeah. They sent out a pretty savage tweet saying, uh, tough day for Laker fans, no Lakers in the playoffs, and the Yankees lose 5 nothing. Uh, so I thought... <laughs> I thought that was pretty mean and a big win for the Orioles there on social media. Hey, if you can't win on the field, win on Twitter. Exactly. Hey, well, they won on both today, Higgins. Exactly. So, big, big winners. Uh, I'm going over to this Reds-Padres game simply because you're talking about C.J. Abrams. I'm talking about Hunter Green, uh, Nick Lodolo, another rookie pitcher. For the Reds, Higgins, he was another very high draft pick for this organization. I believe first round, maybe seventh overall. Uh, Sean Manaya pitching for the Padres, uh, obviously coming over in a late spring training trade uh, where uh, Manaya was traded from Oakland to the Padres to help shore up that rotation. So, uh, look, Higgins, I think this is a... A simple game here where one team is trying to be competitive this year and win as many baseball games as possible, and they have their quote-unquote, we'll we'll say ace on the mound, their top starter on the mound who's healthy right now. Uh, Maybe you, Darvish, is their top starter. I don't know. One of those two. But uh, they got one of their top two guys out there. The Reds have a rookie out there, Higgins. They are not trying to win baseball games. They are playing for the future. So uh, I like San Diego minus one and a half runs here, plus 122. They are the home team, Higgins, so slight advantage if you did want to take the the money line here, minus 178. Uh, They would have last licks in a tie ball game, uh, things of that nature. So... um, I, I think San Diego, though, gets it done by multiple runs on Monday night against the Cincinnati Reds. I'll tell you, the only thing I would worry about with the Padres in this pick is the same thing that's bugging them tonight while they're hosting the Braves, and that's how big the Padres' park is. It can very well be a pitcher's park, depending on how that wind is blowing, and there's been a few times tonight where balls that you thought might be going out 
the wind has kept them in, kept them even inside the warning track. So San Diego can sometimes be tough to play in depending on the wind. But Manaya, so far a hot start for San Diego. I think that's a strong pick. I I have another pick that I'm backing a player that also strong start on the mound. And that's going to be the Dodgers with Kershaw on the mound, who the last time was on the uh, pitcher's mound, he was on his way to a perfect game before he got pulled at 80 pitches. The Dodgers host the Atlanta Braves, who are currently still playing against the San Diego Padres right now. Now, San Diego to Los Angeles, not that far of a trip, really. The Braves and the Reds, Brett, they're actually just trading places in terms of who they're playing right now. So you and I were just betting on a switched matchup of who's playing tonight. But the Dodgers, like my earlier pick, they're minus one and a half at plus 105. And I think Kershaw's going to follow up his hot start. He has not allowed a hit yet. We've seen him be an ace for an entire year. And I want to see if he can let up a hit. All right. Well, we will see if he lets up a hit. Um... I think Kershaw does give up a hit, Higgins. I, I'm guessing he does, too. I think the Dodgers win by a few more runs, though, because it might take a few innings before Kershaw lets up that hit. I'm going to just go on a limb here. Gives up a hit. I, I'm not going to give you when or or what, what field it's hit to, if it's in the air or on the ground. Just probably give him one up. I hope we can clip this and he doesn't give up a hit. What if it's a walk? What if, what if he's still got the no-no going through two games? But not a perfect. Not a perfect game. Yeah. Interesting. What, what, is that, what does that do for you? Well, I said a hit. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. What, we're, Higgins is still into no-hitters. I the don't no expect hitter, perfection. No-hitter is not diminished in Higgins' eyes. All right. We can move on to hockey now. Yeah, we can move on to hockey now, even though it's a short little list of hockey in terms of what's interesting with the games that are remaining. There's only a few teams that either aren't eliminated or haven't clinched a playoff spot. A few teams are still fighting for seeding. The Capitals technically have not clinched that final wild card spot, although they are also fighting in the Metro as well. The Capitals travel to Colorado on Monday, and the Avalanche, they've already clinched the best record in the West. They're going to be the number one seed. So how hard are they playing in these final two weeks, or how much are they resting up and just preparing for the playoffs? We'll see. I like the Capitals to win this game, though, because there's only seven games left in this season, and Washington needs to get it together. This is not a young team. This is a team that's been there before, full of vets. They know when to turn it on, and this is the time to get hot. So Oshi Ovechkin, I'm entirely sure that they are going to show up into Colorado and play this game like it is a playoff game because there is a very well chance that if the Capitals do clinch a playoff spot and can somehow make it all the way to the Stanley Cup, the Colorado Avalanche very likely could be waiting for them on the other side. Yeah, um, you know what, Higgins? I think the NHL playoffs are probably the most exciting playoffs. Anything can happen. Yes. It always feels like it's the postseason 
where the eight has the best chance against the one seed as well. So um, I'm not going to make any bold predictions like you and say Colorado's going to be there. But I think you're right. I'm not right. saying they're going to be there. I'm saying that they could be there. And this is a playoff-like atmosphere in a regular season scenario. Fair enough, Vegans. I'll say this. They've definitely earned the right to be, you know, top two favorites to come out of the West. Um, but I'll say this. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Colorado's goaltending, always a question uh, how healthy the goaltending can stay. So we will see what happens in the postseason. As far as your bet on Monday night, Higgins, sure, just take Ovechkin. Why not? Seems like a good strategy. Take Ovechkin and Backstrom and Oshie as dogs. Uh, that, that doesn't seem to be too bad of a play there. The worst part about this play, to be honest, Brett, is how effective Colorado has been at home this season. 31-4-3. and three. This team has been very, very good up in the Rockies, and the elevation, I'm sure, has been their friend. But like I said, Washington needs to go in there and play this game like it is the playoffs and take this as a chance to start up some momentum, get the train going. Yeah, sounds good, Higgins. Let's hop over to the Levy Lock pick of the pod. Now, I lost and you won. Do you want to take the honors? or No, nah, hell no. They're all yours, baby. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to double check. Just wanted Higgins, to double check. Higgins, I had a birdie from off the green today on 16. Ooh. And you know what? I still would have given you the honors on 17. <laughs> that is very fair. That is very – ready golf. Ready, ready golf. Yeah, I just want to say, you know what, Higgins, you take it because clearly this is working for me. Ready betting, too. And you know what? That's going to be my pick of the pod. Sixers minus six and a half. Philadelphia got a 20-point win in game one against Toronto. I think the Sixers are going to destroy the Raptors in this series. Minus six and a half in game two. Doesn't quite feel big enough for me. I think they're still going to cover it. Fair enough, Higgins. I like that you're betting on a series in the Atlantic Division, because that's where I'm heading as well. Just have to wait a few days for my game on Wednesday night. Brooklyn currently plus four against the uh, Boston Celtics. I think the ending of game one is going to motivate Brooklyn enough to at least cover the four, if not just get it done outright uh, in game two, Higgins. So... Give me Brooklyn. I think KD steps up a little bit. I think Dragic probably plays better as well. And you know, Brett, I've figured out what you're doing. That is a 7 p.m. tip-off on Wednesday. You're trying to get off with recording on Wednesday night, or at least starting the recording on Wednesday night, before your Levy lock has been decided. So it's still up in the air. You haven't yeah. won or lost yet. Thanks. I see you. I yeah. see you. Exactly. Can I, can I pick the 10 o'clock game on uh, that night? <laughs> the 9.30 Bulls-Bucks game. You could move it back to that one there if you There we want. go. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Well, make sure to follow us on social media. We're going to have a few more picks out between now and next episode, I'm sure. It's the NBA playoffs. We got games every day. MLB's hot and ready. The NHL, it's coming down to the end of the regular season. At MBB Pod on Twitter, 
at Next Best Bet on Instagram and the Next Best Bet Facebook page and YouTube channel. This has been episode 198 of the Next Best Bet. For Brett, I'm Jake. We'll talk to you guys again soon.